Once again, in the lab, in the booth, wherever you're hearing this podcast, over the airways, all that, in a bag of chips. I'm just a young man trying to make sense of this world and bringing others along with me for the ride. A raw perspective offers a fresh point of view from developing our own self-awareness to navigating some of life's biggest choices and even discussing outer space. So join me each week for a raw discussion on content that matters. Today's topic, the James Webb Telescope. This telescope, oh my goodness. Uh, I have a big affinity towards astronomy, anything space related, I, I love the stars, galaxies, and the observable universe for, for what we have. And I was going to talk about this a while ago, but I think this is the time to sit back and explain what this, this telescope has done. So if you're not familiar, uh, the James Webb Space Telescope is a space telescope designed primarily to conduct infrared astronomy. So it's the largest optical telescope in space. It really improved infrared resolution and sensitivity to allow to view objects too early, distant, or faint from, from, the, from the Hubble telescope. So there was a Hubble that great, gave great pictures. And now we have the James Webb, which is just phenomenal. So this is expected to enable a broad range of investigations across the field of astronomy and cosmology, such as observation of the first stars and the formation of first galaxies and detailed atmospheric characterizations of potentially habitable exoplanets. This was a joint effort. So the U.S. National Aeronautics and Space Administration, also known as NASA, led the development and collaboration with the European Space Agency and the Canadian Space Agency. Uh, it was created at the Goddard Space Flight Center and also the Space Telescope Science Institute in Baltimore. This, this project was uh, created back in 1990, well, well started in 1996 and it, it was over 20-something years before they can actually launch it into space. And the James Webb Telescope was actually launched on December 25th, 2021 on an Ariane 5 rocket from Coracle, French Guinea. And just on July 11th, we actually had the first pictures from from the telescope if, if you aren't familiar how space works the stars that you see in the sky if you don't have light pollution those stars are light years away uh, light is the fastest thing measurable on this planet and it's the fastest thing we know 
However, space, the universe, is constantly expanding. It's infinite. So the stars that we are technically seeing are stars from the past because that's how light works. So we're actually looking at the past when we're looking up at the stars. When we see our sun, even though it's closer, we're still looking at it in the past as it's illuminating light, which is wild, right? So you're technically looking at the past while we're currently living in the present. So some of those stars that you may have seen could be 15,000 light years, meaning that 15,000, it took 15,000 years for that light to travel to you, Earth, for you to observe that star. And so on and so forth. That's why everything is so far away. Uh, if, you're, if you're not familiar with the start of the universe, uh, science has proven that it was a Big Bang that had created the, the stars, galaxies, it started about 13.1 uh, trillion, years, trillion years ago. Yeah, it's a long, long time ago. However, time is billion, trillion. It, it was a long time ago. And currently, the universe is still expanding. Uh, well, the observable universe, because we don't know how big it is. And it was 13.1 billion years ago, not trillion, my bad. Uh, so it's constantly expanding. Um, so what you see out in, in these, these photos, particularly the, the photos that they have given from the James Webb Telescope, uh, you're, you're looking at a lot of cool stuff. So if you hadn't had an opportunity to look at the, the photos, my goodness, um, they are true spectacles of how small we truly are. Uh, so they had the Carina Nebula, and if, if, if you've, I'll, I'll link this to, to the podcast. If you, if you look at this, uh, it's a landscape of like the mountains and valleys speckled with, with glittering stars. Um, actually, the edge of a nearby young star forming which I believe is NGC 3324, that's in the Carina Nebula. Uh, so we actually got to see a star forming. We got to see Stefan's Quintet, which is a visual grouping of five galaxies. Uh, and you see this mosaic of these galaxies swirling together and combining together. It, it's, it's a true spectacle. Then you have the Southern Ring Nebula, and you're seeing the remnants of a star that has has died. Uh, it's about 2,500 light years away, so you're, you get to see that, and then you get to see the atmosphere composition of of like water and haze across this hot, puffy gas planet orbiting the distant sun-like star just to see if there is water. And then the, the big one, the first image that we all seen. Uh, so it's known as Webb's first deep field, which is the image of galaxy clusters 
thousands of galaxies, including the faintest objects ever observed. Uh, this this photo just shows how many galaxies there are, and it's it's wild. I never felt so small in in my existence after viewing these photos. These photos are a truly humbling experience of how small we truly are, right? And we currently live on this planet, planet Earth, right? What, there's what, seven, seven billion people here on this planet. And a lot of people look for prominence, particularly on this planet. Oh, I'm, I'm a billionaire, or I, I'm a musical artist, I'm a professional athlete, I am a scientist. In the realm of the universe, that don't mean shit. Uh, even in, in human existence right now, no one's going to care about who we are in the next 300 years if the planet is sustained for human life, right? Even if you are one of these prominent figures in history, you literally get a page or two. They might write a book about you that someone may or may not read, but life goes on. And it just got me thinking, not saying that life is not insignificant. I. I think life is very valuable. I think life is very precious. I truly believe that from a philosophical standpoint that it's probably the most beautiful thing that was ever created, whether you believe it was created by a divine being, whether you believe it was a mere accident. I believe that we are each one little note in the depiction of the universe. And some of the, the tunes are, are great, some of the tunes are, are horrible. And that's the analogy that I'm gonna choose. But when you look at it from, from everything, every little piece plays a significant part. When it comes from the smallest level of neutrinos to the largest observable universe we're all within that entity. We all play a part. And that's a humbling experience, right? Um, we're only here for a time and season. And you think we're going to be here forever, but that's not the reality of it. Um, I'm sure people have, have seen people born, known someone that has been born, seen people grow up, and might have seen someone pass away or heard of someone passing away, and they, they, they had their, their time and season. We, again, we all have our time and season, and what we do with that time and season is ultimately up to you. Um, I am grateful that I have an opportunity to live another day. And I'm grateful that I can use my voice in this platform to know 
that whatever that you're going through in your life, it is for a time and a season. Uh, People have bad days. I get it. People have good days. But when you look at it from from the span of, of everything, we're not even a grain of sand. Smaller than sand. I guess you can call us neutrinos, right? Uh, and that's probably the most humbling thing when, when you look at us in the vastness of, of the universe. Um, but I, I am grateful to be a part of this tiny, 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 tiny morsel of, of existence in, in the span of the universe. I have the privilege to live, to exist in this time. I have met incredible human beings. I met shitty human beings. Uh, I usually want to keep to the incredible human beings because... They, they keep me going. Um, I, I love that I still have breath in this body to do something. Whether, whether I, I, I go and, and sit on the couch and, and binge watch television or I go and try and help people that might not have the same privileges and opportunities that I am. It's, it's an opportunity that I have. And that's something that I am truly grateful for. I, I, I would love to be an old man. Love, love to get in, be a centurion. Hope that happens for me. Hope the universe blesses me with that. I, I hope that I can still be a, be a kind individual, however I define what what kind is. I I I have treat people with with kindness and respect because I don't want anybody to feel left out, neglected. Um, it, it always pains me when when people do struggle um, or people are are hurting. I I wish I could do more. And whatever capacity I could do to try and help people, that's I feel like that's my purpose in, in the scope of this universe, right? Um, purpose is to be a kind individual and, and help in any way that I can until it is my time to go up into the cosmos. I am grateful that I, I do have uh, I do have a lot of privilege, and I acknowledge that. I just also want people to experience things that are are kind, thoughtful. Uh, People do struggle and it sucks. I just want to be able to help. And I, I, I just, I just love, love life a lot. And I, I love 
looking up into the stars. I love, I love love. <laughs> I love my circle of people that are in my life. I, I'm, yes, I'm emotional because, man. I guess I'm just emotional because I'm just grateful for for life, man. Um, I'm grateful for for who I am. Um, uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to to be a part of this experience called life. Like, I'm, I'm grateful for my mother and father. I'm grateful for my mother, especially for being the vessel that brought me into this world because she could have lost her life giving life to me. Um, that's probably one of the most beautiful things, man. Uh, it's, you know, creation. Creation of life and stuff. And being able to en enjoy that. Uh... If I, if I have that privilege to, to do that, I would love love to to do that. Um, I just I just want to be here as a kind human being. I love life. I love people. And loves <laughs> the great unknown of the universe. So what's out there? I don't know. Got some cool photos though. Um, and I'm just gonna keep my head in the clouds and in the sky because so all I can do is hope, right? Yeah. Hope. I, I'm, I'm optimistic, even though the world is showing it its its cruel side, and it can be cruel. Things last for a time and season. I don't see cruelty lasting forever because everything has a time and season. I'm just grateful that I'm here. Ah. So I look up into the cosmos, everybody. And if you're listening to this now, if you're listening to this in the future, if you're listening to this on public domain, thank you for listening. With that being said, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is a raw perspective.